This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. This is your host today, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by David. Hi, everybody. Uh, hey, um, Brian, um, you, you never sent me an outline. Oh, um, I, um, I decided we don't need one today. Oh, um, okay. yeah. Who needs outlines? They're just structure that's not necessary. We can just wing it. That's fun, right? All right. I like this new side of you. <laughs> um, this is the side of me that is always here. I do not know what you mean. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about um, a topic today um, that we spent some time planning in a way in advance. Uh, we're going to talk about sitcoms. Wait, planning way in advance? You just told me right no. now. Yeah, no, 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 ruin the illusion. We we have it already way in advance. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Right. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Sorry, I I, yes. I forgot. It's Everyone's, been a long. It's been a long few days. Everyone's favorite topic, you know, the funny shows that we grew up with or that are on now. Um, I can think of a few that are good now. Um, yeah. in the past there weren't like the recent past there weren't so many good ones, but I think we were blessed with a few good ones in the last few years. Um, I, I would agree. But first... Oh, yes, but first we get to uh, play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, the duo edition, which is uh, just like normal how we play What's Nerdy With You, except we're not going to vote. We're each going to share a nerdy thing we've done over the past few days, and then uh, uh, we'll talk about them, and then we'll get on to our topic. So, uh, Brian, um, as I guess I'll go first, because you're the host. That sounds good to me. You okay. can go first. If, yeah, I can go first if you would like me to. I would no, be no, happy I'm good. to go first. Okay. I'm good. Um, um, I've I recently started watching some uh, uh, Facebook. Facebook launched their gaming site, so I've been watching a bunch of e-gamers and their streams and stuff lately. It's it's fun actually, soothing, soothing almost. Yeah, I've noticed that there's a lot popping up on there. Was were were streamers having problems with Twitch or something? I it's I think Facebook's just trying something. They're trying to branch out new ways. Like they've had a bunch of people doing this before, but now they gave them their own page. And Facebook's there's Facebook is in the beta for a new version they're coming out with. It's gonna update a bunch of stuff. Um, Heather's already changed to it. Mine, yeah, didn't. so have I. Yeah, a, mine. You can you can go in and set it to if you if you want it to. 
I can't. Oh, yeah, that's it weird. Didn't, it didn't even give me the option on mine, and I think it's it might be because I'm a page owner for multiple pages. Uh, possibly. Yeah, I I I followed a million instructions, and I'm like, the menu item is not there. So yeah, I, I noticed like um, Wow Hobbs is on Facebook now. Um, Disguised Toast is on Facebook now. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. I and they're not on Twitch at all. Yeah, I don't know. I think I if memory serves, Twitch changed something with how they were paying partners. Don't quote me. I I don't know. This is just stuff I've heard for, through the grapevine. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that they changed things. So people were looking for other venues, and I believe Facebook stepped up and gave them one. So I've been watching a couple of the guys that play Warzone a lot. It's uh, it's neat. It's uh, fun. It's a uh, it's a nice way to while. It's it's got that. It's like watching people play Dungeons and Dragons. It's got that element of you don't know what's gonna happen because anything can happen. It's a video game. Who hasn't played a video game where some random things have happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, what um, me my turn. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so with PaizoCon coming up, um, the virtual PaizoCon, it had been a while since I've run anything, so I set up a game zero um with a few people I knew and um I ran I I um I hadn't purchased any second edition stuff but I thought it might be fun to run Bonekeep just to kind of get my roll 20 chops back. Ooh, interesting. Um well and, they converted Bonekeep to second ed? No, they did not. Oh, thank God. Don't start that rumor. <laughs> oh, thank God. No, they um, don't need to. Never. That's that's a bad idea. Um they um so yeah, uh, so I put the time aside and got ready to run it and TPK in the first room. That uh, sounds like bone keep. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I, uh, you know, they, they, they call it bone keep for a reason. It keeps my, your bones. My favorite thing about running Pathfinder is TPKs. <laughs> it can be fun watching the party think they're doing okay and then see it dawn on them that no, no, that that oh no, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's it's like, and they they seemed really surprised, even though I gave them the whole spiel at the beginning about how you're probably going to die in this. And I, know. I know exactly what room it was, and I know exactly what did it to him, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, God. You know, normally we're fast and loose with spoilers on this show, but, you know, David not and I this. will not, not be. This. No. this has to be experienced. Now, it wasn't official. Because, <laughs> still. because, you know, you can only run Bone Keep at a con still. I know, but, oh, but God. it was just kind of getting my roll 20 chops out, and I figured I'd grab something with a simple map. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. You win. You win. Uh, yeah. Um. So, um, we were talking about WoW before the show because I just got to level one ten in Legion. He's only got one more uh, one more X pack to go before he catches up. I'm not gonna be buying him just because I'm I, I fully plan on canceling my subscription when the quarantine is over and oh, you know maybe later. But I mean, what I'll probably do is fire the subscription up again when they rope the expansions into the main game, uh-huh. which will be eventually, right? Uh huh. Yeah, fine. I see how it is. But um, no, I've had a lot of fun playing it. I I I when the first time I played it, I played Alliance, and this time I've been doing nothing but Horde. Or the horde. Um, 
It's the only way to fly, in my opinion. I will probably be rolling up a new tune just to try out the RP server. And you said, which server did you say you were on? No, I play on Worm Rest Accord. Worm Rest Rest Accord, okay. Yes. I don't even, I don't have to Google how to change, how to join a different server. I I have no idea. Uh, If you'd like to, at some point, we can hop in a Discord server and I can walk you through it. Okay. The only thing that sucks about rolling a new character on a different server is I can't um, mail my self a bunch of gold i'll i'll you you come to my server i'll hook you up oh that's nice of you uh, i i probably should have looked you up and asked you which server first but i didn't realize that there was this whole multiple server thing i'm a total noob <laughs> no worries no worries yeah um so anything else or do you want to move uh, on to the topic yeah we can start talking about the topic i mean i this quarantine has given us a lot of time to watch television yeah and- I've been doing a lot of Netflixing and Huluing. Um, I watched um, oh, what's it called? My brain. I was just talking about this too. Okay, open Netflix. <laughs> um, recently watched. Recently watched. Where are you? I am not doing this to kill time. I am actually looking for it. <laughs> I can't find it. I don't know where to look for recently watched. Do they put, oh, continue watching. Jesus. But I finished it, so it doesn't appear in the continue watching. It would be under watch it again. Oh, watch it again. Let's see. Good radio content. (laughs) You know, not like I have a mission to bring the podcast into the ground or anything. I want the success of the podcast. Wait, what? Um, I am not seeing anything like that. Uh. That's annoying. There is no watch it again. Let me spend another phone. Nope, found it. Uh (laughs) Right when I said it. There Um, it is. And it's not in my list. What the hell? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It was called, um, oh God, Code 8. Okay, I haven't seen it. So, what's, yeah, it, what's it about? It it's based on a YouTube short film that I had seen I really liked. The movie is kind of meh. It the concept is um people have been around in the world that have superpowers since the 50s okay. and nowadays they're a marginalized society. Fun. Um because automation was invented and they stopped hiring people that have powers. So, everyone who has powers is basically unemployed and they wait on the Corner like day laborers. Oh, fun. And it's illegal to hire someone with powers unless they're registered. But they never really say why it's bad to register, other than it costs money to register. Hmm. Like you have to get permits to be able to use your powers at work. So the only time people who have powers get work is when people who need construction people hire them. And it's like people with super strength and people with yeah. So it's basically criminals and construction workers. It's it's a total immigrant thing. Oh. Like, yeah, like social, like um, social commentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got um Stephen Amell and one of the other guys from Arrow. I can't think of his name, <laughs> but um, yeah, I watched that. All right, interesting. Um, uh, well, no, go ahead. Um, and I started watching Altered Carbon again. Okay, neat. Neat. Um, all right. Uh, what would you say, in your opinion, is your favorite sitcom of the last? So I don't know, say since 2010. Great segue into the topic, David. I try. <laughs> Um, I mean, apparently right. someone's got to. Um, I thought we were still doing what's dirty with you. Uh, oh, okay, sure. Uh, yeah. You win. Yay! Yay! All the doodads come to me. Yeah, widgets, man. Come on. Yes, that's what I said. All the widgets come to my 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 apartment. Um, 
I uh, so sitcom last last um um twenty years ten yeah, yeah last ten years ten years There's that been would some be two thousand ten to now oh yes the good place okay. Yeah, The Good Place is my favorite sitcom from okay. that period. Um, it's a really good one. I, I like it because it subverts expectations from a sitcom where it ends up being kind of like an adventure drama comedy show rather than just a situation comedy. It's technically a situation comedy. Right. Um, that That's a hard one because it's such a short period of time. And it's like you have to think back. It's like, what have I done for the last 10 years? Like if I really thought about it, I might think of more like was community in the last 10 years. I don't think so. I think that was in the in the 2000s. I think that was in the first decade of the century. Um, 2009 to 2015. Oh, it was? Okay, cool. Then that was going to be my answer. <laughs> I, oh, my I God. I was too old. How I Met Your Mother was 2005 to 2014. Yeah, that went on for nine seasons. It It's still weird thinking that it started in the same year as Supernatural, <laughs> and Supernatural is still on. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Although, if you want to talk like brand new shows, I'd have to say I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine I've is, seen a little bit of it. Oh, it's so good. I I have a little trouble with the show that in-jokes build on top of in-jokes, and the show gets funnier the more of it you've watched. Well, just watch more of it. It's not that yeah. hard, man. I It's the reason why I never could get into The Office. But I did stick it out with Parks and Rec. Well, The Office changes a lot season to season. The first season is great. The second season is good. It, 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 tends, it dips around season five, and then when the cast changes a bunch, it dips even more. It, it, had, it had good moments, but yeah. So after a while, they started running out of ideas. What's your favorite in the last decade? My favorite in the last decade would would be uh, um, either Parks, a tie between uh, Parks and Rec and Community. Um, I thought of another one what? that is probably better than the other two I mentioned. Okay, Rick and Morty. Yeah, no, that's that's very good. Yeah, yeah. It, I was I, it, I wasn't I, I wasn't going animation, but no, that's that's very good. Yes. Yeah. It. I mean, if you say non-animated, stick with my other choices. But I mean, you forget that. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, the the Harley Quinn uh, animated show is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my is. God, I, that's good. I've it only is seen not for kids, but it is really good. It is so violent, and there's a lot of cursing. Yeah. I, it, I, it is really really good. I love it. I just, I don't have the DC streaming, so all I've seen, I've seen on YouTube. Yeah, pretty much. I've had to find a third-party streaming app to let me watch that one. Uh, um, another really good one, Unbreakable, the uh, Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. I've, I've heard of it. I haven't actually watched it. I really liked it. It started to fall apart after a few seasons. Yeah. Uh, but it's got I, Carol Kane on it. Right. Which, it, it's pretty incredible. Fair enough. Um, but that, yeah, that would be in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, the sitcom has changed a lot over the last, uh, I'd say, you know, 20 years or so. Uh, quite a bit, actually, from where they came from. You think back to the shows from back in the day. Uh, what was it? Eight Simple Rules. Uh, on the, oh, man, there were a whole bunch of them. Even back in the days, like Home Improvement and uh, um, Family Matters. And Well, I got a, a related question then. What's your favorite two-camera ca- two sitcom? Like, you know, the, the, um, the standard 80s, 90s sitcom style where you right. have... 
the camera pointed the camera is one side of the wall and the camera doesn't move around and you have, no, I get, yeah, yeah yeah i get you i get you oh you never see behind Ooh, the tv that is a really good question from uh, uh married with children is one of my all-time favorite shows of all time married with children is great oh it's so good i remember the episode that they had to build another set because they they showed al's perspective and he was yeah. looking at the wall that has the tv and i was like it looks so weird <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that uh, shows. That show was just so good. First appearance appearance of David Boreanaz on TV. Mm. His first working job, he played one of Kelly's boyfriends that Al threw out of the house. <laughs> oh, it was always funny. But um, I mean, oh, that show was so good, and definitely a sitcom. Yeah, for me, two camera. I would say um, best memories when I was a kid was probably Perfect Strangers. Okay, that's a good one. I, have you have you actually heard of it? Because I've talked to a lot of people who don't remember it. Uh, my mom was really big into watching old sitcoms and old TVs when I was growing up, so I've seen a lot of old stuff. That's cool. I I when when it was on, it was like the most popular thing ever, and. Fan Family Matters was actually a spin-off of it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. That's that's awesome. The um the the one of the characters worked as um work in the building that their work was in. Yeah, it was something like that. And then the the show spun off from that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, which that's, is that's is, so yeah. cool. I didn't know that because Family Matters was amazing. That show was. I was all about TGIF back when that show was on. <laughs> I love TGIF. I, Full House was great. Mm, Full House is another good one. I'm not a big fan of Fuller House, but... It's I just mean, the same show. It, exactly, and it didn't age at all. No, I, I, well. I think it's... You know, Full House was for kids, and I think Fuller House is still for kids. Eh, fair enough. I'm just not a fan. Uh, let's see. Ugh. I mean, uh, there are a lot of really good TV shows that have come out lately, but I wouldn't... Just, they're not sitcoms, though. It's... The the drama and action game in television nowadays has been on point. <laughs> so you watched a lot of old sitcoms because your mom. Did you ever watch the Andy Griffith Show? Yes, I uh, watched. I used to watch the Andy Griffith Show. My mom was all about I Love Lucy. Like you, she could watch the first five seconds of an episode, uh, tell you which episode it was. I love I Love Lucy. Oh, me too. I love that show. But uh, she, she, my mom, my mom obsessed about I Love Lucy the way I obsess about Star Wars. Did you know that the Andy Griffith Show was a spinoff? Oh, jeez. I've heard this before. I don't yeah. remember what it was a spinoff of. It was a spinoff of the Danny Thomas show. Okay. Um, in an episode of Danny Thomas, he runs a stop sign in Mayberry. Right. And, and Andy Griffith pulls him over, and he does this whole routine where he goes, well, you can't you can't protest the fine. Um, you, ha you can To me, you have to do it to the justice of the peace. He goes, okay, I want to see the justice of the peace. And then Andy Griffith turns <laughs> the sign around on his desk, and it has justice of the peace yeah. on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Andy Griffith's show is great. Barney Fife is always a hoot. I um I went on a road trip years ago and um stopped at one of those gift shop candy place gift places that you know right. like when you're driving cross country it'll yeah. be like largest gift shop in the world or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, just the roadside attraction gift, yeah. gift shop. Yeah. And I went to one of them and they had a little mini museum in it and it was a Lucy I love Lucy museum and they had oh, the nice. car they had the car that they used when they drove from New York to California. Hey, nice. 
That's funny. When, when I was a kid, I used to get up early and watch two episodes of I Love Lucy before I went to school. Nice. Okay, very cool. And uh, they played them in order. So I watched every single episode of them going from New York to California and them being in California and then coming back. <laughs> that was good. Uh, the uh, the episode about the uranium out in Nevada? I don't remember that one. That that might have been a Lucy Desi comedy hour. No, because it had Fred and Ethel driving that, that, hunk, that hunk of junk car. It sounds familiar. Well, yeah, they, they, they go out searching for uranium out in the desert because the government's paying top dollar for it. And they find a piece and then they all start suffering, uh, quote unquote, gold fever. And then they finally get back to town after the race. They race back to town, sabotaging each other's cars and causing problems and, and being nuisances to each other. And they get back and they find out it was the sample that Lucy got with her Geiger counter she just <laughs> threw it over her shoulder. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. That was it was um when I think of when I think of I Love Lucy, I think of um when she stole the John Wayne handprints. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think oh, yeah. chocolate Everyone talks about the chocolate episode, but I think the most ridiculous episode was the John Wayne handprints. Yeah, the John Wayne handprints was really good. But the chocolate one is just because of how slapsticky it is. Yeah, and it became like the classic, like everyone. Yeah, well it was it episode. was it, it was like an old vaudeville act that they performed perfectly and it was just glorious. Um and not related to sitcoms, but related to I Love Lucy. Have you ever seen the movie The Long Long Trailer? Uh, I have. Wow. Yeah, she's a great actress in it. Yeah, and so is Des so is um Desi. Yes. The the fact that they they made a movie together that they're not Ricky and Lucy. Yeah, I know. It was funny. But I mean th that was the thing. Well, Desi Lu Productions was one of the largest uh, uh studios in Hollywood for a while. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, without without Lucille Ball, Star Trek would not exist. That's a fact. Google it. <laughs> yeah, they they stopped the show from being canceled, right? Mm -hmm. She she went she got Gene Roddenberry himself to 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 give it another go. He was ready to throw in the he was ready to throw in the towel. So I'll, I'll I'm going to name off a few really classic ones, and you tell me if you've seen them. Okay. And we'll talk about them if you want. Okie doke. Um, and I'm thinking about shows that like how well they influence like sitcoms in the future. Mr. Okay. Ed. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Yes, Mr. Ed. What, I think it appealed to kids more than adults, but I wouldn't know because I never watched it as an adult without having seen it as a kid. Uh, the jokes Ed makes a lot of the time are a little risque, and some of the situations he gets in are a little adult-oriented. The fact that he's a talking horse is what makes kids even. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to watch it again, because I remember jokes about Phillies, Yeah, but I don't know how dirty they got. I know in well, it was, it was a very TV show from the that. It was a TV show from the 50s. It wasn't that dirty. But in <laughs> the 50s, they still tried to slip jokes in. Oh, I know, but it wasn't, like, scandalous or anything. <laughs> it, was, it was aired on on uh, broadcast television. Yeah, the um, uh, Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke was a great show. Back both black and white and back and when they colorized it for a season or two. I never saw that. Yeah, the last season, I think it was the, it was either the last two or just the last one that they colorized it. Did you do Mary Tyler Moore too? My mom loved Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, at, at, that and Rhoda. Um, James L. Brooks worked on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes. Yeah, the, um, I just learned that today. I was listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast and he mentioned oh, right. it um, and said that when they worked on the Conan show uh, when he when he worked on the Simpsons um, James L. Brooks would laugh during the, the readings mm -hmm. and um, Conan would say I know that laugh and it turned out James L. Brooks voice is in the laugh track on Mary Tyler Moore 
<laughs> that's funny. I, I thought that was a neat little fact. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, listeners, if you haven't listened to Conan's podcast, it's great. Unsolicited. I, I really, really like the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast. That's good. And, uh, he just did 10 Dancing, and it was a quarantine interview, and it was good. Oh, wow. Sounds like it would be interesting. Yeah, it's it's a good show. It, if you like Conan, you'd probably like it more because he stays with the same guest for the whole hour. Okay. I mean, Conan's, a, Conan's really good at interviewing people, though, so... It's a silly show. He, um, he'll he stay on topic for a little bit, but he'll he'll joke around a lot. So it's it's I think it's more entertaining than a straightforward show, but it, it doesn't go too deep. It stays relatively shallow. Okay. But I, 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 I it's not like Chris Hardwick, where Chris Hardwick will will like go through the soul of the person he's interviewing. Right. I get you. Uh, interesting. Oh. So, okay, um, give me another category of sitcoms to try to think of one. Okay, um... Oh, um, oh, geez. What about, uh, um, I guess that would be 70s. Uh, what about the 70s and the early 80s? Okay, I need to use a Google search for that one. Uh, I was thinking, like, you know, Three's Company, um, uh, that might even have been 60s into the 70s. Um, hands down, MASH. Oh, yeah. That's not a, I guess that is a situational comedy. There is a laugh track. (laughs) Um, yeah, it, I think so. I mean, it has, it's, it's not two camera. No, because it, it also went, like, super deep when Alan Alda started directing but <laughs> and they filmed it the same way they filmed the movie I I think um I finally did see the movie a few years ago I I I'd been watching MASH for years and never seen the movie and it's amazing uh, how different it is right yet it's not if you know yeah, what I mean yet it's, it's not it's, yeah it's, yet it's not it's not all that different yet it's completely different well if you're only familiar with the later years of the show you would have no idea who Trapper is this is true you would definitely have no idea who Trapper yeah. is you'd also wouldn't like, know who spear chucker is either yeah who's only who's only in he's only in the pilot episode and what's funny is spear chucker is not a racial joke is it no no it was just a football he played football Uh, right no he threw javelin oh he threw javelin but i guess throw javelin they put him on the football team in the movie yeah i guess you can't call a character spear chucker without it being at least partially racial yeah i mean true i I would think that that he was he was he was an he was an olympian that was the that was the thing he was an olympian javelin tosser so he's a spear chucker yeah um, get smart. Uh, get smart was I wonderful. I used to watch that on Nick at Night right before going to bed when I was a kid. I don't remember Me much too. about it, Me but Age, I... Agent Ninety Nine was and the lo- the ridiculous hallways at the at the ending opening and ending credits were always funny. I I remember the shoe phone and I remember the cone of silence and I remember they did a joke where um they were trapped in a chaos um like prison and he was like we need to get out of here why don't we go hop the fence. Well, you can't hop the fence. Fence, high voltage electric. And it's like, how bad could it be? And it's like, oh, you know, Jake over there. And it's a black guy in the corner. He goes, when Jake came in here before he tried to hop the fence, he was white. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> God damn. Get away with. <laughs> that oh, was an actual man. joke on Get Smart. That's all right. Yeah, it was the 80s. Um, <laughs> it was the 70s and the 80s. You know, I'm crossing the pond here for this answer, but. Um, Faulty Tower. Oh yeah. Oh god, yes. Faulty Towers is amazing. And um, I think. But it's. I've shown it to some people that don't like British comedy, and they don't enjoy it. It's not their type of humor. And I mean, I get it, but. 
damn. <laughs> so well, you funny. Know, what sucks is it's hard to find, like, the famous episode of Faulty Towers, the Germans. Yeah. You know the BBC censors that? Oh, yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah they actually it's, cut it's actually quite. Out. It's actually quite mean to German people. Well, it unfortunately, the joke, the... The um the thing about the the episode it was trying to portray that people that being horrible to German people is awful. Yes. Post war. And when you censor that out, it doesn't have that message. They're just censoring it out because the language is used. And yeah, I I, I think it's unfortunate to censor comedy, especially when the comedy is meant to be satirical. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, uh, uh let's stick on seventies for a bit. Can you think of any other seventies ones you really like? Oh jeez. Uh, I mean, sticking with England, the old episodes of Black Adder were always hysterical. I've uh, never seen them. Oh yeah, it's old school. It's yeah, never seen Black, Black Adder. I've, I've, that's um, uh, Hugh Laurie and Rowan Atkinson, right? Yes, and Rowan Atkinson is amazing in everything he's in. <laughs> and Black Adder is it's different based on the season. Like some seasons are in one era and some seasons are in another era. Something like that, yeah. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen it, honestly. But it's very good. Um he's back to the seventies. Like I said, Three's Company was always a fun one. Uh oh man, I'm starting to blank. I know uh, I know the show was based about life in the seventies with the Wonder Years. That was in the eighties and the early nineties. What's what's the um what's the reason to watch a sitcom? Why do you like to watch a sitcom? Well, part of a sitcom is they're you know the, the part of it they're so ridiculous the situations that they end up getting in are so ridiculous that you can't help but be amused by the ramifications of the actions they take and the you know it's the situ the comedic situations the things that just seem to randomly happen are just funny I yeah and when it, when, they're, when they're well when dialogues well written when characters you know when the characters mesh well it just it it you can take anything and make it funny and it it takes real skill to be master at that and a lot of writers on sitcoms are quite good at it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that the the idea of a misunderstanding creating a creating a situation that then the the characters have to figure out their way out of is like the the classic trope of a sitcom. Oh I, yeah. There are certain tropes that I really like to look for, like um, two characters are mad at each other and then they get trapped in a small room. Mm-hmm. And I oh, yeah. like Always how fun. different shows have different takes on that. Like when um, when um, Ethel and Lucy got trapped in the walk-in fridge. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, fighting about the fighting about the meat the, the meat locker. Yeah, that's a good. One. Yeah, that was that was when they ordered the side of beef and they didn't realize how much that was. Uh, it was two sides of beef. It was a whole cow. Oh, it was two sides of beef. Yeah, I think, yeah. She goes, uh, they only sell it by the side. Yeah, we'll get two of them, one for each of us. <laughs> yeah, because they compared it to like a side of lamb. Uh, a side of bacon. She goes, a side of bacon's about yay big, holding her feet, holding her, her hands about a foot and a half apart. Oh my yay God. big. <laughs> That's funny. I, uh, I'm i impressed that you remember the show that well. Oh yeah, it's got one of my favorite uh, ed- ending uh, ending uh, blurbs to it. <laughs> uh, Fred comes upstairs after they get Lucy out of the freezer. She's wrapped in an electric blanket trying to warm up and Fred comes in and goes <laughs> and starts talking for a second. She goes, wait, where were you? He goes, light in the furnace. And she immediately, uh, well, the, the best part of the line of the episode is uh, grab a knife and a fork and a bottle of ketchup and follow me to the biggest barbecue in the world. <laughs> oh yeah because they stashed it in the furnace yeah they didn't want ricky to know they spent 500 dollars on meat <laughs> oh 500 dollars is like uh, even a more ridiculous amount of money back then i know so yeah the, they, they've got this freezer packed full of you know an entire cow and ricky brings home this big slab of beef and lays on the table you ever seen that much meat in your life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so good. Um, favorite 
favorite spinoff? Ooh, favorite spinoff, man. The problem for me sometimes is remembering what spun off of what, especially yeah. if the spinoff show is better than the original. I mean, one of my favorites has to be Frasier. Yeah, that's a good one. That's actually, I'm glad you mentioned that one. It's, <laughs> it's not too obvious. It, it's not, and a lot of people don't even realize that Frasier Crane was a character on Cheers. <laughs> yeah, um, they changed character a lot. Yeah. You know, they have to to make him a little bit more likable, because he wasn't very likable on Cheers. No, that was the whole point. <laughs> I like how they made Frasier grow up. Like, And when they started Frasier, they introduced Niles to have kind of an unlikable version of the character, and Niles was basically Frasier from the first few seasons of <laughs> Cheers. Exactly. Well, they had to make their, their lead yeah, the likable one. Which I get. Yeah, that's that was great. Oh, man. Uh, how about you? What's your favorite sequel or spinoff? Um, Mark and Mindy. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what was, that, what was that a spinoff of? Happy Days. No way. Yeah, Mark showed up on Happy Days and um, kind of abducted Rich... Um, oh, what's his name? Richie? Really? I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, but he, he, he had to find out about Earth, and I think he did two different episodes. One they did Fonz and one that he did Richie, and um, then they pe- people liked it so much that they made Mark and Mindy from it. Um, huh. The reason why they made it is because somebody who ran the show had a kid who really wanted them to have an alien on the show because they like Star Wars or something. Like that. Okay. I mean, so they, Happy Days had a lot of spinoffs. I mean, Laverne and Shirley, uh, Joni Loves Chachi. Uh, I think there even was just a show about the Fonz for a little while. Um, yeah, Mark and Mindy was a spinoff of Happy Days. Wow. I've seen the episode, too. It's 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 quite... If you watch any kind of Robin Williams documentary, though, mention it oh i believe you yeah it's um hmm. all right neat i'll have to i'll have to look into that i, I didn't know that much. Hmm. i'm i'm looking for um a list of them there were a lot of spinoffs of all in the family yeah yeah Maud, the jeffersons archie bunker's place gloria and 704 hauser um, i didn't know 704 hauser was interesting apparently huh. i didn't even know you knew what 704 hauser was i don't i'm reading it off wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny um, where's the one? There's, there's a few of these. Um, um, oh, wow. They, they, they're really, really complete here. Like they have spinoffs of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> and spinoffs of American Idol. Well, to be fair, Aqua Teen Hunger Force isn't necessarily spinning off. They're changing their name to avoid copyright issues or something. It- it according, might even be because of licensing. I'm not 100% sure. According to this, the two spinoffs of Aqua Teen Hunger Force are Carl's Lockstone Cold Lock of the Century of the Week and Soul Quest Overdrive. All right, never mind. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. I've never even heard of these shows. Never mind. What else is on that list? I'm curious now. Uh, let's start from the beginning, and I'll skip the dumb ones. Um, da, 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 da. There's a lot of dumb ones. Oh, Dinosaurs. That was a great show. Oh, Dinosaurs was a great show. Yeah. Thank you for vamping. Well, tell me about Dinosaurs while I look through this list. It was a fairly standard uh, sitcom, family-style sti- family sitcom, but they were dinosaurs. I mean, I, I'm not sure how much more there is to say about it. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you should. The the animatronic it was all practical effects and animatronics and puppets, and it was really well done. Well, here is the list of the shows that spun off of Arrow. It's okay. the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. 
Um, okay. I don't count. I don't think Arrow qualifies as a sitcom, though. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm just looking at sit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, they don't have a list of just sitcoms. Okay, back to um, uh, da 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 da. Dragnet. <laughs> it's too. Oh, Young Sheldon, Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah. I honestly am not a big fan of Big Bang Theory. I like Young Sheldon a lot. I, yeah, I, I've never I even watched, seen it. I watched Big Bang Theory because I got invested in it, and it, you know, I yeah. did laugh. I mean, it's a silly sitcom. It was one of the last two camera sitcoms. I know, but I just there were times when the things they were poking fun at were were a little close to home and things that I don't consider something to make fun of somebody for. I understand. I found that often I had trouble believing that the show had a live audience. Well, it doesn't. They would, well, they might, but yeah, they did. Yeah, but you don't usually hear the live audience much. Honestly, it's mostly canned or recorded after the fact. They would have um, a character would say something that was just a list list of nerdy references, and then there would be a bunch of laughter after, and you'd be like, "What was the joke?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Oh, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer had a spinoff. Oh, That's Angel. Not a sitcom. <laughs> it's not a sitcom. Well, I mean, no, it's not a sitcom. I'm but... just wasting time looking through this list. So many shows had sitcoms. Really Apparently, Cheers had two. Uh, what was the other one? They attempted to sitcom to a uh, spinoff, The Tortellis, in 1987. Huh. Interesting. Um, I had never even heard of this before. It lasted for one season. Huh. I didn't know that. Hmm. Crazy. It. Let me let me see if there's a sitcom spinoff off list because I'm just wasting time here. List of list of sitcom spinoff. Thank you listeners for sticking with us. Woo! No, I'm just finding television spinoffs, not sitcom spinoffs. The Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family. Yes, I did know that. Uh, they uh, they used to live across the street. And um, the um, the Facts of Life was a spinoff of um, Different Strokes. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, huh. yeah, because um, um, oh, what's her name? Um, the housekeeper was a Mrs. Oh. Garrett. Yeah, yeah, Miss, yeah. What, what's her name? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Melrose Place was a spinoff of Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, I know it's a drama, were but sitcoms, those are dramas, and I want to go there. I know, but I'm interested. <laughs> um, check a uh, check check messenger. Oh, am I am I calling someone? You should be. Oh, cool. Let's let's. Enter coordinates into the extra-dimensional portal. Yes. Wait, what's this red blinking light? Security alert. Did you put the wrong code in? I don't know. I'm trying to call Erica. Huh. Trying to get Erica on. That's weird. All right. Well, here. Uh, let me click the override. There you go. Hi, Erica. Erica? Hello? I hear, like, yes. lights. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, you sound funny. It's a cold. <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, Mikey, you sound like a robot. Where Where are you right now? <laughs> oh, I do. Do I? Yeah. Where? Oh, what did you like? Where? Um. You know, I think Mikey might be in um an alternate dimension we've ever trapped we've never traveled to before. You know what that is? What? Mm -hmm. Skype. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's a scary Hi, place. I'm glad you could join us. We were starting to kill the topic completely, so maybe you can save it. <laughs> well, what's the topic? Sitcoms. Uh, <laughs> and wolves. You know what? Apparently. I love sitcoms. <laughs> um, we have not talked about this part of this topic yet. So, what is your favorite sitcom right now? 
right now? Yeah, like oh, what's on boy. now that you like that's a sitcom? Hmm. You know, you know what? I don't think I'm watching any sitcoms right now. Uh, you know what? No, I take that back. I have been watching Mom. I was about to say, apparently, Mikey can't even help us save the topic. Oh, man. <laughs> no. I, no, I like <laughs> no, the one I like uh, that, I, that I'm watching now is Mom. I actually like that one. Uh, that's oh, I, uh, um, Ferris. It has uh, has a- a- Allison Janning and Anna Ferris in it. And it's, really, it's just good. They're both recovered uh, narcotic and alcoholic and narcotic users, alcoholics, and uh, and gamblers. I heard the show can get pretty it's dark. It's really fun. There, there are some very dark moments, though, but it's actually really good. It, it, funnier than hell, the I forget the guy's name, but he he, uh, he plays. He, I've seen him in a ton of stuff. Um, he plays the mom's boyfriend, and he pay, plays a paraplegic. And he is just—he's normal. He's like the straight guy in the show. Like from he's like he's like since I met you, I just realized how many problems my friends have. Wow. Apologize, <laughs> apologize, listeners. We're having a little dimensional interference, and Mikey's mic is popping a little bit. So sorry about that. But we're we're gonna bear oh, with this because we like having him here. Is is it popping still? Yeah. I think it's it sounds connection related. It doesn't sound like cables. Uh, sounds like my connection, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know what? Uh, it'll 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 fix a little bit in editing, and I, I don't mean, think it's so always bad try that to re- it's gonna hurt, could, and it, it's gonna bother anybody. I mean, we could always try and refresh. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're okay. All right. Yeah, I think. Um, okay. right now I'm watching um Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. How's that? I think it's the best show on. I've never I've never actually heard of that. It's I've never it. actually seen it. What it or yeah. heard of it actually? Explain explain that show. So this is how explain I explain yourself. Explain this show to people. Um, you know that episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer once more with filling where yes. they sing. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, one of my favorite episodes of the time. Yeah, it's that, but every episode of the show. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I it's like about, that. It's about a girl whose father is dying of a degenerative degenerative brain disease called PSP and she starts getting migraines so she goes to the hospital to get an MRI and the MRI operator puts on a playlist of music to help calm her down but they're like loud and jarring pop songs (laughs) and right when he does that he starts the MRI and they live in San Francisco so an earthquake happens and the MRI downloads the playlist into her head giving her the magical ability to be able to hear people's innermost thoughts and feelings in song and sometimes dance for him (laughs) wow (laughs) I like that and my favorite thing about the show is she can't go into a coffee shop without the entire coffee shop breaking into a song and dance about some kind of existential crisis. Uh, nice. <laughs> like Help by the Beatles or something like that. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a really good show and I think the um, Peter Gallagher's in it. I think he deserves to win an Emmy for it Ooh. because he plays her father who has PSP. So Aww. he's mostly catatonic except when he sings. So it, it brings tears to the eyes every single time because he sells the he sells the idea that he has this illness so well on the show. Gotcha. Up until he has to sing, it's the easiest paycheck he's ever had, probably. No, <laughs> he's working so hard. It's amazing to see him playing this character um, because it it makes it really hard for him to communicate. So he's only communicating with like eye movements and sometimes like straining, like you might see his mouth twitch. You actually believe this guy has it. Aww. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden he'll break out in song and dance because he has something to say to his daughter and she's the only one who can see and hear him. Oh. 
Sweet. Um, the, the show is really good. It has really good characters. They cast it with really good singers and performers. And um, there's a lot of surprising, there's a lot of surprises on it. Um, the thing about it being with mostly song and dance people is you're not going to recognize most of the people. Um, Peter Gallagher and Ellen Steenbergen are, uh, Mary Steenbergen, I mean, sorry, um, are the two that I knew. Everyone else was a no-name. Um, but when you have side characters just bursting out in very good songs, it's like, it's just good. I, I think it might be the best musical show and best to come. Oh, it sounds like a lot of fun. I would totally like to listen to it. Yeah, it's on now, Sundays. Nice. Now, are you guys re-watching any sitcoms? Yes, I'm I'm kind of in a constant fl- uh, flux of re-watching Community and uh, Parks and Rec and uh, Community. I love Community. It's so good. One of my favorite shows. I got a question for you about Community, David. Okay. Uh-oh. Who do you think is the ass crack bandit? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah. This topic just came back to life, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Judging by all of the victims and the way the last Ass Crack Bandit episode ends... I would I, I as much as I want to say that it was uh, it was it's probably a character we haven't actually met someone that they were going to bring in at some point yeah. had they gotten the chance to um, yeah I don't think it's any of the main cast um, I was watching film theory Matt Pat did this topic oh yeah and he did a handwriting analysis who did he think it was Abed. That makes sense. Holy crap. Yeah, it does. because because Abed was pushing the drama so hard, he's probably the one who caused the whole thing. But he did a handwriting oh, analysis. Sweet Christ. He, he did he ah. did a measurement in the scene where the guy was hiding next to the bookshelf and he did right. measurements on the characters. And Abed was the only one that fit the height requirements. Huh. And from <laughs> the episode where Abed raced um, Troy. Yeah, it already showed that Abed could probably get anywhere on campus in twice the time it would in in half the time it would take anybody else. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It, yeah. It, yeah. Matt Pat did a really good job of figuring out that he thinks it was Abed. Huh. Interesting. All right. That's, uh, I'm, I'm on board. That is a, that is one of the best, uh, plausible, uh, explanations. Just like cold case files. It's just like cold case files. It's just like cold case files. <laughs> what are your guys' favorite episodes of community? Uh, the D and D episodes are far and away. My yeah. D and D episode for sure. Well, the first one's great. I like the second one too, uh, but I, Hector, but, the well in doubt. Yeah, Hector, the well in doubt again. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, um, I really like Bob Odenkirk and his his contribution to the second D and D episode. Oh, so good. <laughs> I've played with that person, not him, but I mean, I've played with that right. person. I know exactly it, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's like, oh, you just want us to be railroaded and go on your story, huh? Well, what if we do this? <laughs> what if I go south? I fall off your grid paper there, Aziz. <laughs> you can go south if you wanted. Pulls out a giant <laughs> notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch the second one again because I have oh, like only watched well, it a few times, a couple times. To, it's Tobias from Arrested Development playing Bob Odenkirk's son. What? Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah yeah. So backstory. Okay. Bob- Bob Odenkirk. Why do I not remember this? Is a teacher, and uh, his son hates him, and because he was never there, because he was a, he used to be a cop, and uh, so to get back at him, he's not letting uh, Bob Odenkirk take uh, in any of his grandkids' uh, achievements or parties or anything. So to win him back, they the, the group decide to play a game of D and D to bring them together. 
and hilarity ensues. I only remember a little bit of this episode. Oh my gosh, oh, I am not, rewatching it's, it now. It's season five. Season five. It's That's so why, because I've only watched a little bit of season five. Yeah, season five was great. It was uh, the 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 uh, the floor is lava near the end when Troy leaves. Uh, that one's yeah. really good. I just really like Bob Odenkirk. He's great in everything I've seen him in. So oh, I like him too. So yeah, okay, for sure. I'm yeah. definitely. Oh. Um, Ryan, do you have a favorite episode? Um, Darkest Timeline. Darkest. Yeah, that's a good one. Darkest Timeline's great. What? Well, which one? one? Really the, the the original one with the die the roll, original, or when they come back the with original the original one? The original one with the die roll. Okay. The one this with is the, the darkest time. This is the darkest good. time. Hey, yeah. the word evil. I don't have to pull as many punches with you, do I? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you don't. I hate I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is bad. I mean, Jeff lost his arm. <laughs> Pierce is dead. <laughs> Which, you know, in hindsight, that's not so bad now. Oh man, I, to me, that show lost something when when Pier- when uh, Chevy left, and then it lost again when uh, when uh, Troy left too. Troy left, and to me, that's when the show was for me was pretty much done. Yeah. When Chase left, it wasn't that much for me. It wasn't that bad for me because I had heard everything that went on behind the scenes with him. Oh, I, and, I'm sure. And so, yeah, uh, it wasn't so. too bad. Plus, he was to me, he never really seemed like much of a character. Anyway, he was like he was the punchline for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think that was the point. But whatever. Yeah. No big deal. Was, but it was not like, for everybody. Nah, I, which makes me sad because I liked it. I like his old movies, but yeah. You know, my funny <sighs> thing about Community that I, I, I think I may have been one of the only people who really got the joke. Which one? Which when is the, when the Cape came out. I watched it and thought that show was incredible and it should go on forever. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. And when they made that joke on Community, I laughed my ass off. (laughs) Because the cape was good, but it was such a dumb idea for a show that everyone should have known it was going to (laughs) fail. Yeah. And then suddenly, just for a bit, Abed runs around in a cape. (laughs) Yeah, because that's where the six seasons in a movie thing came from. Because he was saying the cape will go on for six seasons in a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Community got its six seasons. It didn't get its movie, though. Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Well, I mean, it's probably going to be it's going to be a few years because Dan Harmon's got to come out with 70 episodes of Rick and Morty. Ugh. Yeah, yeah I'm not complaining. I'm happy. I like Rick and Morty. <laughs> Me too. But Dan Harmon's got a lot on his plate. I mean, have you ever watched Harmon Quest? He's still doing Harmon Quest. And I, love... I know. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, sorry. I don't mean to say. No, no. It's uh, it's for you to stare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is where I like flaming uh, okay, ball the, of goblin. For those like, that don't know, Harmon Quest is a series of episodes of live D and D games that Dan Harmon plays in. And he has it, and he, I love how his dungeon master uh, does the roles and stuff, like Abed did in the episode. Yeah, they just it, tell him what they want to do, and every episode they have a guest come on who, at some point, great. ends up getting killed. It's a running gag. Well, that was and one of the know. original. That was one of the original ways D and D was kind of meant to play. It was the yeah. GM would the DM would roll for yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. I learned recently about an old school way of running D&D that was how most people did it that I had no idea where GM screens were full body. Yeah. 
I what? didn't really? even know that was a thing. Or that, the GM or the GM would play in another room. Yeah, where you were sitting in a room and you hear a disembodied voice come from it, it's so it's so impractical. But some people, some old school gamers still run that way. Oh yeah, well I mean back in the day there wasn't a battle map. It was all theater of the mind. Yeah. You yeah, might like true. had sketch out a map or something, but it wasn't like it is today. There was no grid, there were no pawns. Well, the, the, the impracticality you, the impracticality is I want to be able to see people's body language because I can't tell if someone's not having fun just based on their tone. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that would be a fun way to play that. That'd be great. <laughs> Honey, I thought you were playing with your friends. I am. They're in the other room. <laughs> what was that? It was a sea witch. <laughs> uh, a heinous sea witch. <laughs> the news here. Ow! <laughs> I mean, a beautiful siren. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> okay, guys, in reality, it was my wife. <laughs> what was that one for? You broke the fantasy. <laughs> uh, your wife That's would slap funny. you for that. <laughs> That's funny, Mikey. Keep going on. I could listen to you for hours. <laughs> okay, I have a question back to sitcoms. Uh, I'm because I'm rewatching one right now, and it's one I want to know if you guys ever watched is uh, the 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 show Titus. Yes. Uh, oh yes, Titus is such a show. Not he's re-uploading. Only. He's re-uploading all the episodes to his YouTube. Nice. I was about to say, I not only had watched it, I just started watching it recently, watching it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, he's up hey. to episode, I think episode 33, and that's where I'm at right now. And I forgot. I no, I didn't forget how much of the show. I'm just, re- I'm just reliving all my favorite stuff from oh. this show. I jumped <laughs> around to some of my old favorites. I watched the one where they jumped off the bridge, and that's probably my absolute favorite episode of the show. That one is so good. I love that one. <laughs> that one is great. Um, I, I watched, uh, I watched the episode. It's not my, it's one of my least favorites. Cause when I was a kid and I watched the series, I thought that was like the series finale and it's the season finale where he blows up in the funny car. Oh, yeah. I thought I was like, is, is the show over? No. But then the season. But then the next season premiered with his dad doing the uh, the room talk, the the fourth yeah. wall room, and I thought that was really fun. Here's the Hot Wheels set. Sorry, it's late. Love, Dad. How long was I out? And who's Dad? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have a question though. Okay. If you notice in the series, his mom, the actress who plays his mom, changes several times. Yeah. Now my question is, is it just because they couldn't hold an actress to play the part? Or do you think it's that it was them working off of her multiple personalities? Well, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I mean, the in practical sense is it was probably just because they couldn't hold an actress down for how infrequently she was on the show. Yeah, there's that. But at the same time, I but cause I, it also played well because she had multiple personalities. Yeah, and she always acted a different way every time she was on the show. Yeah, there there is something to be said for that. I I honestly never thought of it that way. Yeah, that's I, a I really good way of looking it. at it. Yeah, rewatching it and seeing. And remembering that it's been different women playing his mom, it made me think that way. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I, I, I thought it played really well. <sighs> I'm like, it, it kind of breaks my heart now because I've listened. I know how his his real life has gone mm-hmm. and like and how he and how he actually had a wife named Aaron. And in the show, she's like the love of his life and he's all super happy with her and she's his light. And then they, you find out what really happened to them in the in reality. And it's like, ooh, we're sorry, bro. <laughs> On TVTropes.org, they say that it was deliberate 
to pick different actresses for his mom to okay. show her mental state. Makes There's sense. no citing, but that's what they say. I um, it might be on Wikipedia too, but I I found it on TV Trope, so usually pretty good. Yeah, yeah sounds good. That, I mean, yeah, that was a th- that was a, and that, and you know honestly, if it was deliberate, that was ingenious. Um, but it's they all all the women that played his mom in the series were great. They they really played to what what they were supposed to be well because like his mom was the one where his mom it's basically the, the right after the mom the follow-up to the mom dragging them at thanksgiving and it's supposed to be uh, her competency hearing and the actress they have playing her there was really good and the episode it kind of hit me uh, because at the beginning of the episode you think that you know his mom's just a wacko basket she's this this psychotic person that needs to be locked up but by the end of the episode you realize she was just a mentally ill person who had been in a really rough situation because his dad as much as like he plays him up wasn't a super great person to women he was yeah yeah he kept his sons alive and he took care of his sons and made sure they grew up and everything but he was kind of a hard guy and his his mom like but like his mom took the brunt of it because like at the beginning of the episode he's talking about how his mom would like shave her head uh, or she would throw stuff or hit his dad or and do stuff like that and then at the end of the episode she turns around and you find out that she shaved her head because he he said her hair looked like crap or she hit him in the head with a frying pan because she said he said that her food sucked mm. or he said something to Chris. I can't remember which and stuff like that. And I was like, man, that, that episode kind of hit me really hard. All right. Neat. It's a show I definitely have to check out. Not one I have uh, recently. He, he has every episode. He's uploading every episode to his to his official YouTube okay. for for quarantine. And he's also getting all his his specials up, too. If you have. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his stand up. His stand up's good. Oh, man. His stand. I love his stand up so much. I actually got to go see him do his stand up. Oh, nice. Um, at a comedy club. Um, it's it was the his work. He was workshopping his new special that comes out tomorrow. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so he he's like, like you guys are sitting there looking at me like, why has he got paper? Fuck, we paid money for him to read. <laughs> Dude, he was hilarious, and I didn't get a chance to go up and because he comes and talks to to people that show like you can talk to him like he right. comes out and talks. I didn't get a chance to because a lot of people rushed him and of he course, had a second, I mean he had a second show, but I want to yeah. go to another one one of his stand-ups when I have a chance. And when I meet him, I want to tell him the truth about like how I found out about him because I I know exactly what I'm going to say to him. I'm going to walk oh, up to him please, and say, Mr. Titus, Mr. Uh, Mr. Titus, you know, Christopher, whatever, you know, um, show was your, I love your stand-up. I think you're really funny, but I want you to know your old TV show really helped me get through my child, like my childhood and my high school years, you know, that, you know, it taught me, it taught me a lot about having to deal with and how to deal with things and not to freak out. You help, you really helped get me through like you show. Yeah. His show meant a lot to me because he's a guy who went through a lot of crap in his life and he still came out and found the, and found his funny and was successful and he persevered and he doesn't let much bother him. And that's like something that is, I, I, I have aspired for. I've come through a lot in my life, and yeah. that guy has a big part to play in. It. Nice. Okay. okay. That's, <sighs> Sorry, that's I got a little deep, man. Deep. Yeah, I, it's just like such a different show now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, if you think about it, ninety percent of what happens in that show, in some form, happened to him. Yeah, it's yeah. all based on him. And when the the network wanted the characters to break up, and he said no, he refused. He was like, because this is based on real life. Yeah, he does a whole. He, st- well, he does. A a whole stand-up bit about it and then they got he's, divorced he's like, later. I sat there. yeah he goes he's like 
I went to God and I said, God, give me, uh, can you help me get some more material, my new material for my next special? God came and good news, you're getting a divorce. <laughs> tell you, folks, don't give God a blank slate. Because <laughs> he, he's like, I filed for divorce on June 6, 2006. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he, in his new special, and in, in the work, when I, the, the work uh, show I went for where he was working on his new special, uh, he actually said that from the time he filed in 2006 up and they were still litigation they were still in litigation wow yeah it finally the main litigation finally closed out last year but his kids aren't he's like but i he's like but we're still gonna have stuff about custody and child support because neither of my kids are 18 yet so i was like damn and and the new special man if like in the workshop he's like he's he'll start going and like he's like oh too dark too dark let's talk oh, funny funny something funny what's something funny uh cancer and he talks about like how his new mother-in-law had gotten cancer and stuff happened it was he's yeah hey hey, hey mikey but his sitcom mikey, mikey sh- yeah. shut the fuck up oh that's all good <laughs> Oh, I felt good. Oh, it's dude, so you don't have to. You don't have to badmouth Mikey. I, I, I could listen to his stories all day. Well, I mean, someone's got to wrap us up and get us going towards the David end stop. here. I mean, it's usually David your stop. job. What? Oh, David. oh, I, I, David. I guess David. I'm what? trying what? to turn over a new leaf. David, what? That's not Brian. Yes, it that, is. What the fuck? Yeah, you and you know, speaking of that, it's time to do um, tales from the extra dimensional portal. Yeah, I did. Uh, did someone like break into your house last week or something? There was some weird commotion at the end of the episode no no of course not and you know at, so since we're on this segment, I, I just want to say, you know, listeners, we, we talk about the extra dimensional portal and, you know, make a big joke about it. But I just want to let everyone know that it's not real. And, you know, there's Dude, no Brian, reason what, to joke about it anymore because, you know, there there is no extra dimensional portal. There is no technology that could do anything like that. It's just a kind of an improv skit that we like to do and, and just a joke to go on. Um, but, um, yeah, that's that's all it is. Wow. Brian, what the hell? Yeah, well, you know, I try to have some respect for our audience and you know think that maybe they could handle some higher brow humor than just us joking around like we have some kind of impossible technology there's no point in doing that i i can't we don't we believe that we're more than that um who peed in your cheerios bro no nobody at all it's just i've been i you know i i think the the podcast is capable of some higher level stuff i mean so do i but you know you're you're, you're kind of you know throwing the the we're tearing down the curtains here man well yeah they, well some curtain you know that they're up a little bit too long they start getting mothy mm. hey so, uh so hey, here's Mikey. the thing so here's the thing I love what you're doing, Brian. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. Our extra dimensional portal doesn't exist. Yeah, sure. It's not real. But uh, here's the thing. I need you to do something for me, Brian. One yes. thing. Just one thing. I need you to tell me to shut the fuck up. Why would I do that? Do it, Brian. <laughs> I, I I don't need to do anything like that. I, I just, you know, I you're my you're my co-host and I respect you and I would I wouldn't want. All right, I Mikey, I think you, I think you're right. Something's up. Something's rotten in Denmark. No, oh, yeah. no, no. I'm it's definitely we need to start me. checking the closets for a ball for a bounding gag, Brian. Uh, yeah. Oh, crap. I wonder I wonder if that that alarm was actually something out of like cloning vats. Hmm. Yeah, uh, no, this one's too. If it was a cloning vat, he'd still tell me to shut the fuck I, up. It's. I don't him. think I don't think there's anything to worry about here. I mean, we're we're just doing the podcast. I, I, I'm I'm just trying to play my part. Hang on, I'm as, going. Hang on. Uh, yeah, you know what, Brian? You're right. Totally, I agree with you for sure. 
Um, don't just, you know, you're wonderful. Mikey, you, re- you remember the admin password, right? <laughs> yep. It's always what, what swordfish. What are you doing here? Nothing. We're good. Just, no, we're great. We're fine. Oh, okay, Mikey. You go on. Because I don't worry. You. You're good. I'm just going to, you know, hey, Brian, um, just out of curiosity, what was the last uh, quick key coordinate for that dimension you guys went into? Just real quick. Don't worry. We're not recording at the moment. Oh, um, uh, 42, 42, 42. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that, what, do you want to do that skit again? I'd be happy to do that yeah, skit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, buddy. Yeah. Great. Hey, Brian, real quick, just two steps back and one to the left you got me sure mikey whatever you say okay um all right so three two one well what do you want me to just like pretend that i oh <sighs> hello david uh, hello brian, are you back um i just did the strangest episode of the show well brian what happened um anthony was on time and kept on insisting we follow a really strict outline brian brian michael's been talking oh, nonstop for 10 minutes you know what to do shut the fuck up mikey oh thank god anyway oh, okay oh it's him oh thank god he's back okay thank god um okay so, so um i'm going in the con Console. I'm leaving a mark at 42, 42, 42 is to never be open. And I have a strict admin password that Brian will not know about. Mm. It was weird, too, so because on the, out, you, on the outline, my name was spelled so with a Y. I think um you went to Darkest oh, Timeline oh, for a minute there. Oh, Wait, with a Y? Wait. Wait, Byron? No, it was just Brian, but with yeah. a Y. Byron's wow. locked away in a soul prison. He's not extra dimensional. He's just a demon. Oh, okay, good. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, glad about stories. that. No, we need him locked away. Just trust me. No, uh, this was just some, I, like I said, Anthony was Anthony was like all strict and making everyone want to follow an, uh, an outline. Uh, well, um, the you that was here apparently was from there because he didn't have an outline. In fact, I still don't have an outline for this episode. Yeah, there's no outline. I mean, he was, dude, he was letting me talk. I know he wouldn't tell Mikey to shut up. I had to. You know, you know what the great thing is, is I actually have the capability of muting people in Skype now. <laughs> so there, we don't have that problem for Mikey. <laughs> I can't unmute him. So, and fortunately, Mike can. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, you know what? You know what I had to go through to, to get you back? Uh, yeah, that's probably great. Shut the fuck up, Mikey. Um, so, oh. yeah. Oh, it's so good to have you back, Brian. The you other know, guy well, was weird. We're 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 pretty much out of time here. I'll talk more about my my time in that other universe more. Um, we have to hear a little bit more about. Maybe you know what? We'll we'll go into that in the bonus episode. Um, that sounds like good bonus Brian, episode. You do also, was, Brian, you do realize you're not the only one that's been stuck bouncing around that thing. I was Sam Beckett-ing the shit out of that dimensional portal. I I do have a question though. Except I made it back. What was my alternate nerdy thing? David, you were here. Crap. What was his nerdy thing? <laughs> oh, man. I didn't get to share one. What, what, what's your nerdy thing? Oh, me? Oh, I dressed up and took photos with my girls for Star Wars Day. That's adorable. I saw that, too. It was cute. That, that yeah. is adorable. Crap. I mean, was, I, I, mean worst, I, I just saw it. I just saw it now because I was trapped in an alternate universe for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> The fact, yeah, dude, that had to have been a really weird world. Are they oh, quarantined in that universe, oh, too? Oh, that, that's what it was. Uh, his dirty thing was running a group through uh, Bone Keep on uh, Roll20. Oh. And TPKing them easily. Oh, wow. That's insane. I've never TPKed a group before. Huh. Well, he just did. Yeah, he did. Apparently, it was glorious. First room. First room? You know what's in there. 
<laughs> well, Jesus. I mean, Bonekeep has the record. I think the fir- the fastest TPK was like 16 seconds or something. First round, fir- first first couple actions in the game. Oh, Jesus. I've, I've had deaths in it before, um, usually in the difficult terrain room. Mm. I, that, I'm trying not to spoil. But. Yeah, exactly, because Bonekeep is awesome. Yeah. It, you've never played it before, huh, and Mikey? I, no, I'm, I'm like, Anthony don't ruin has, too much because I, I really want to try this. I'm not ruining anything. All I'm telling you is it keeps your bones. Um, Put a table together. I'll run it on roll 20. Oh we'll do it on a f- unofficial PFS. Just, you know. What level? Um, oh, Level five. got to do play John. Th- yeah, level up John. It doesn't matter. We're not playing it official. Oh, we're playing true. The, we'll play oh, if we're not playing Wait, it official, we should play seven. Then I'm going to, then I'll level up Yeah, seven. Seven is the, it's three to seven, so. I'll level up Grimmar. All right. I'll even say, you know, first come, first serve listeners if you want to play a tpk scenario in in um pathfinder first edition let let me know and um you might actually get some emails for that yeah you you never know i i know at least one guy who plays and i don't care if you played it before we're not doing it official we're just doing it for quarantine fun oh yeah that's good it's a great way to kill a couple hours and i do mean kill by by the way that table um that table that uh, for roll 20 that uh our friend josh put us in we still haven't played session one Wow. Well, I I am feeling really good about that because I quit that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was like, Dude. and it wasn't it wasn't because of any kind of personal thing. It was just I'm picky about the games I play, and I was really disappointed because I wanted to play with you guys. I but, know it's understandable. We can do we can always do it again, and we can always try it again with something else. And I just like this game hasn't had great luck. <laughs> I feel good about it only because I you know it's not an amazing game, and I didn't miss out. <laughs> I actually have a game in a later tonight so I'll, I'll share a little bit more details about that in the bonus episode because we're going to get moving on that so um yeah sitcoms um apparently was the topic I'm seeing in chat yes yes so, we talked about um, sitcoms oh good. I, I hope Brian, it was Brian, since you're normal since it's normally you did you watch Titus yeah yeah I, I, I watched it on YouTube a couple weeks ago also it was in the alternate universe except um the genders are all switched weird so it's Christina Titus <laughs> <laughs> um no Stephanie for some strange reason. Oh dear God! And they uh. pronounce it titus. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you would figure it out before I had to say it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so with that lowbrow humor, uh. I have been super vegan, Brian. I was joined by David Theobald the Third. Bye everybody. Oh Jesus! Um, special Mikey. I bye everybody. I challenge everyone to listen to this episode. <sighs> and find the little hint that it wasn't me. See if you can investigate. Uh, Mikey, say goodbye. Brian, cut him off. Oh, no, wait. We're not there yet. Damn hey, it. Stay dirty, stay informed, right. and stay awesome. Stay awesome. There we go. Fuck up, Mikey. Bye, David Theobald. <laughs>